This week, the obvious question is, why do we get along? I'm Mike Travisato, and each week on our show, one of the hosts, Joe Bertalek, Bob Meyer, or myself, asks a question that may seem to have an obvious answer on the surface, but once we get into it, there's much more underneath. And we invite you to help us find answers through comments on our site, obviousquestion.wordpress.com, or on our Facebook page for The Obvious Question. And hey, if you're digging the show, the show would be really cool if you'd share it, or give us a review on iTunes or wherever you're getting it. That would be awesome. So think of the people closest to you in your life, best friends, your spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, good buddies. What connects you with them? Is it because you have something in common, interests, or stuff you like to do? If so, then what does that say about the whole opposites attract thing, which I find sometimes to be equally true? So neither idea captures it completely for me, so there must be something else, some grand unified theory of what connects us with the people we love to be with. So what is it? I was wondering the other day, what is it that connects us to the people that are closest to us? So my wife or the three of us or any, I mean, think of a best friend that you have. What is the thing that, that is that connection that draws you to them? And what I mean is, you know, our language sort of builds in things like, uh, you know, well, you have things that are in common with them. Or it goes to the other end of the spectrum and it says, well, opposites attract, right? You know, there's these like sort of stupid sayings that try to define why people connect with each other. But what I find is that neither of them accurately describe it. Like, for instance, my wife and I, we just celebrated our 18th anniversary and I'm closer to her than than I ever was. Certainly closer than than when we first met or, or on the day of our wedding or anything like that. We're, we're super close. But we... Uh, are very different. We're we we like different music. We we like different. We like to do different things. I, I mean, certainly there are values and ways of being that we share. Right? We we're, we're raising a son together. We live in a home together. Those things are common. But I think if we were to list the things out um, about each other that describe us, they would be very different lists. So not opposite, but just very different. It makes me wonder, what connects us? What is that thing that connects us? If, if we were to describe to someone uh, who is very different from us, uh, could we like them or not? Could we be connected to them? Would we be able to identify the thing that would connect us? I love this question, Mike. I, uh, I, I think back a lot to my personal experiences and friends of mine like even you and Joe, like I felt like when I first met you guys, I was connected to you pretty quickly. It wasn't like, a, oh, you know, after, you know, hanging out over a couple of years, I think Mike's a good friend or I think Joe is somebody I want to hang out with. It, there was, I want to say for me, a lot of the connections are instantaneously. Um, even meeting Christy, you know, 24 some odd years ago, I, I mean, we were connected pretty quickly too. I mean, we, we, we met, we went out, we were engaged within three months, we were married within six months. I just knew. It sounds crazy for me, but I would say some of the typical things are, you know, we have a shared experience, we do things together, we have common interests, we like the same TV shows, we read the same books, we like the same music. But I, for me, I don't believe that. I, I, I can't explain or put my finger on it. But it's almost like a soul connection. Like I can look in somebody's eyes or like there's certain people. I want to say, I'm going to use the word energy, that there's a certain energetic connection kind of thing where I'm like, I like that guy or I like that girl or, you know, 
it's it's really hard. It's a great question, but it's hard for me to put my finger on it. And I don't know. Maybe we put too much value in the. I I just recently, you know, when this happens all the time, run into that couple that they've been together for eighteen years and their kids just graduated from high school. Oh yeah, they just filed for divorce. And I'm like, what? How? That's crazy. I mean, granted, I don't live in their house, but how did that happen? How do they, I see them every week. They seem like they get along. I thought they had common interests. They come to our parties together, but now they're getting a divorce. And I'm like, that that's that connection thing. Did their connection stop or were they fooling each other that they had a connection? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question and a great answers too. And, and, you know, Mike, when you first started off, I, I was, as I was listening, I'm, I'm prepping myself thinking, well, opposites attract, uh, common interest, you know, and when you kind of nailed him and then Bob talked about his stuff, it's like, I thought all the stuff that I've been thinking about for my entire life, if someone asked me, I w- the answers are all out there already. You've already said them. But as you were talking, something hit me. It's that maybe it's not about any of that, or maybe it's about all of that. Maybe those are all flavors of why things happen. But what about the possibility that we're somehow genetically wired, or maybe it's just us as human beings that that we look for future possibilities. And what really gets us connected, what really makes a difference, like, and I'd say the same thing, Bob, when I met you and Mike at, at IBM, is that when I when I met you guys, I think there was an instant future possibility. Or that's, I, I didn't say it to myself. I didn't say, oh, here's a future possibility. But when I think about it, same when I met my wife. You know, I, I met her uh, in a Woolworths department store. You know, my brother worked there. And I bumped into her and it was like, I think my, my mind clicked with the future possibility as opposed to, oh, I wonder what she what music she likes. I, mean, I didn't know anything about her at all. It's just that I saw a possibility that could be there. And now I'm thinking, you know, you, you mentioned that couple that, you know, the kids graduate from high school and it's it's done. They're done. They walk away from each other. I think, oh, the future possibility just disappeared because the kids now are grown and gone. They don't have the thing that kept them together, that possibility for what what kids need or what families need or whatever, that picture's gone. So even if they have all the same interests and all the same likes and things like that, they don't have that that future anymore. It's gone. So I'm wondering if there's something there. And I, it's funny, I never thought about it this way, that, you know, <laughs> if you take away that future possibility, is that love? I mean, is, is there love in there somewhere? Does love develop as a result of it? Or is, is love the word that we use to say, we see great future, mm-hmm. great future in this this thing? Maybe you're really onto something. Maybe that's it. Like, what is that instant connection that I felt with you guys too when I first met you? I felt with my my good buddies I met, you know, in Italy, or or my best friend that I'm still best friends with down in Florida. Like when we first met, there's it's there's possibility there. Like possibility for what? I don't know. Yeah, it's just you can feel it. Like possibility for fun, possibility to laugh, possibility to do something serious, possible possibility to learn something. You know, and maybe that's the thing that when a connection dies, it's because you don't see those possibilities. You don't because you don't want to see the possibilities or maybe you just truly don't. And they're a little bit different flavor. But gosh, Joe, maybe you're really onto something. It's, it's about possibility. Really. Well, and I suspect that, you know, somewhere in a, in a human evolution thing, there's that, you know, possibility you didn't mention to mate, you know, or to to recreate or procreate or whatever like that that maybe that's what drives it to start off with. And maybe that's where, you know, we've evolved to become more sophisticated and that we see possibilities more than just, you know, a sexual relationship to produce children, you know, and, and generate like, you know, like frogs or like, you know, chickens or something like that, generate another frog or another chicken. M- more than that, that we see the possibility for what I'll, I'll call maybe a bigger life, something 
as important or more important than anything else. I, I don't know how to articulate this, but it's this thought that it seems like as humans, we want to separate ourselves or, or think of ourselves as being different, that we're not connected, but we're all connected. And um, I don't know, I, I think of the, the recent trip that I had to New York where I, I went to a bar and it was a local bar and everyone was kind of like focused on the TV and doing their own thing. And then uh, the friend that I was with, somehow we got into, I made a bet that I could hug everyone in the bar. And you guys know this story. We talked about it. But, you know, all these people seemed unapproachable. And, and then when I went through the process of saying, can I give you a hug? Some people were like embraced it and was like, oh, yeah, I'd love to give you a hug. Other people were like, no, don't, don't touch me. Get away from me. But when I explained the story that I had this bar bet, after that, everybody got connected. And for me, that was a beautiful thing. But I think we were all connected to begin with. And we are. Like, we're living human beings and we're all connected. But we want to think, like, well, he's got different beliefs or he looks different than me. And I don't relate to that guy. But I don't know. At the basic core of everything, like, we breathe in, we breathe out. We, you know, I don't know. I think we put too much stock in, like, well, we don't like the same music or we don't like this. Because I, I know, Mike, you, you've shared before that, you know, for you and your family situation, you, you guys aren't, you know, everything's not the same. You don't have all the same interests and the same thing for Christy and I. Like, we don't share all the same TV, music, book interests. But I don't find that that comes into question as to we're not connected mm-hmm. because we don't like mm-hmm. the same things. You know, if yeah, I think fact- of a of a extreme example for myself in my own life, uh, my my dad and I are super close. But we could not be further apart when it comes to how we think, you know, about politics, right? He, we are on opposite ends of, of thought on that. And yet we're super close and, and I'm super connected to them. And again, I think, Joe, you really hit on something. It's, it's about possibilities. I have possibilities with my dad. T- talk about a million different things, you know, that have nothing to do with politics. Or even if we talk about politics, I still leave room for possibility of agree on something we're going to find common ground that there's just something about the relationship that that is still open you know it's not closed even though the way our brains think about things is very different yeah so if if we flip it then and say so the people that we don't connect with you know we don't see the possibility with them i'm curious bob in the bar you know when you got done hugging all those people and you 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 told us a story once before and but i didn't ask you this question when you got done were there was there a person or several people that you felt like, and I'll say for sake of this conversation, that you had a future possibility with or that you might see as, not that you would necessarily create a friendship or whatever, because some of them are just people in a bar, but, but were there like one or two where you'd single them out and say, those are people I would, I would spend time with. But these other people, you know, they're cool to hug and stuff, and all, but nah, I'm not, the energy's not there. What you said before, there's just no energy around this. Yeah, I, I would say the people, like a, a large portion of the people came to like one center area and we had a bigger conversation. So it was almost like you were at a party where no one knew each other and then all of a sudden there was something that happened and now everybody's connected and we're all talking. I, I, I didn't think about it in terms of future possibilities, though. I mean, honestly, I mean, 
the only future possibility was there was a Norwegian uh, parade the, the following day, and one of the ladies uh, that owned a local business said she would make me a sign and uh, and put me on their float. Uh, <laughs> so that was a future possibility that I didn't expect. She's like you. She's like you. Just you know, you just have a lot of energy. And, and what if I make you a sign that says "free hugs" and we put you on our Norwegian float? And I was like, I'm in. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, that so was, you know, attracted. I mean, they were connected to that. That was so. That's that's kind of like that's one of those moments. And again, I don't. Not, I'm not thinking you're thinking future possibility, but but the idea that now now that we're talking about it that way, that that person, it's like, yeah, that would be cool. You could see yourself doing that. Where another person might suggest something and say, no, no, uh, and you'd go away saying, nah, that person's a little weird. I don't want to necessarily connect with that person, or there's no future with that person. It yeah. seems like. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe no, I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, there were certain people that were engaged, and then there's other people that, well, you know, I, I participated, I gave you the hug, but, you know, it was rather intrusive, and I need to go about, you know, my business over here. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's those common denominator things that I think we can all relate to. And, and even with the podcast, when we have these questions that, why, why are some of them questions that everyone wants to get into? Um, and, and some of them are people are like shy away from or, or they're too basic for them. But I think about the things like, well, we all want to be loved, right? Can anybody argue with that? That, you know, do you not want to hug? Maybe there is somebody that doesn't want to be hugged, but, you know, gosh darn. I mean, I, I think everybody has basic needs and is one of those basic needs to be connected. I mean, there are times I've talked to another friend of mine where the other day we were having a conversation where we're like, I just don't like people today. I don't want to be around people. Like they annoy me. And, and I'm like, why do I think that way? Yeah. Like I'm supposed to be connected to these people. But for me, I've, I've got to recharge my batteries by for as, as much time as I spend with a group of people. There's introspective time where I'm like, I don't want to deal with people like, like, you know, it's on Fridays where, you know, everybody thinks like, well, Friday night, you got to go out. Like everybody's getting together. They're going to do this or that or party or let's go to the pool or let's play tennis. And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be around them. I'm a bad yeah, person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe maybe there's a there's room here for now to define love a little bit, you know, as as somehow having future possibility. So if I take like a, a situation where I say I love that that song or I love that, you know, that performer, that artist, I'm not really saying I love in the sense like, you know, you'd love your children or something like that, but I love the music. So what it says is there. I have a future that I'm going to be connected with that music. I, love is, is, I'll say, nothing more in this this way of thinking about it than that we that we share future possibilities. So, part of doing the podcast and being you know on on this kind of an environment with you guys is that that I love the situation. I love what we're doing. So that you know it's the future possibility of what we're doing. It's it's we're going to do this and we're going to get together and and that kind of thing. You know, it's just a different way of looking at it. Maybe that. Um, as I'm saying, that, I'm kind of excited by it because I think I remember years ago talking to my wife about uh, about Star Wars. Everybody loves Star Wars. Well, she doesn't, you know, and, and she's not crazy about those kind of science fiction shows, which I swore she was because when we first met, we were watching Star Trek all the time. It was new on TV and uh, Friday nights at 10 o'clock, I think it was on or nine o'clock. We'd grab a pizza and go down to my parents' basement and watch Star Trek. And I said, all those years you watched Star Trek with me. I said, you love the show. She goes, no, I didn't. I said, why would you do that then? She's because I loved you. And I thought, oh, <laughs> and that's why she doesn't like Star Wars now either. It's like she never liked science fiction. But I think at that moment, what she loved was the future possibility, what the, the same horizon, you know, the same thing on the horizon 
was there that we could both see clearly. And and then the connection happened from there. Do, do you, I'm thinking of, uh, uh, I'm testing the hypothesis a little bit here. What keeps us connected when you know the relationship is going to end? Like for instance, a couple of weeks ago, you know, uh, we, we had to say goodbye to our, our, our dog Stella and, uh, and it was super difficult, right? As, as it is with a lot of people who say goodbye to, you know, good pals or pets or whatever. Uh, and, and I was super connected to her, but there's no possibility there. There's it, it, so what, what do you think's going on there? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I, pushing, think, yeah. I recognize I'm pushing on our theory that I liked so much, but I'm, yeah. See, I'm, I'm with the love theory more than the possibility theory. Cause I look at it as like this dark, mysterious movie where I want to be that guy that meets somebody on the beach and then says, oh, I've got to go, I've got to go off to war. And, you'll always be in my heart and I'll remember you forever. And is that enough? I'm still connected to that person. Like my mom's not with me, right? She passed away. She was part of my life. Closest friend I ever had. She's, I'm still connected to her. She's not here. So I don't know. I still feel like I'm connected to her because I loved her dearly. And, but I don't think of future possibilities. I I think, but, but Bob, maybe you just hit it. That's it. It, it, doesn't matter. It transcends transcends mm-hmm. death. Like I think of Stella all the time. Yeah, she so makes she's me still laugh part of your life. So, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and she will forever. So the possibility, the future possibility, still is there. So there it is. You're right. The memories and stuff. Yeah, and, and it's funny. I had a conversation just last week with my sister about this. She was saying that one of my brothers had mentioned. You know, he said, "When does somebody disappear for good?" And she said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Like our great grandparents." Do you know who they are? Does anybody know who they are? You know, several generations later. And what they came up with was, it was the last time you say the person's name, the last time it's spoken, that person actually is gone. So that I would say, Mike, that future possibility, if Stella ever pops out of your head and and you and Amy never speak about her again, I'd say at that point, you don't have that anymore. It's gone. Whatever was there, that love and the connection is off. And I I suspect for the rest of your life, you, you, you won't have that. You'll have that memory. You won't have it disappear. And Bob, certainly with your mom, I mean, I have the same with my own parents is that, you know, every time I talk about them, every time I bring them up, every time I think about them, I'm promoting that possibility of doing that, of carrying the memory forward. And we all know physically we're not going to be around forever, but certainly um, look at great leaders and people that have been around that we all know about that have made a difference, you know, in a historical way. And we carry them forward, generation, generation, family members, tell stories and all that. I think that's that's right what it is. And it, it dies, it really dies at the moment when everybody just never says it again, never never says your name again, which made me kind of curious, you know, it's like, where do I fit into this? What's it going to look like a generation from now? Will I be remembered? Who will say my name? You know, will, will any of that matter? Well, depending on where you're coming from, it might matter to some people, but to me, it's like, I guess it won't matter at that moment for me, <laughs> for the rest of the stuff that I've done with my life and, you know, the connections we've had, I hope... Hope you guys talk about me for a little bit. Anyway, give me a couple of weeks worth of conversation <laughs> after I'm gone. It'd be nice just to know that, you know, my name will be mentioned here and there every now and then. It will, Joe. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, Thanks. you could turn into a tree or something like that. Or, you know, I, I don't know. I go back to the energy thing that I, I think there there's a little part of everybody that, you know, it, it gets into what you believe and where you go, you know, the deeper question of where do you go when you die? You know, is your en- energy mm-hmm. dispersed? Does your energy get consumed by other people? And if we're all connected, yeah. then 
maybe you didn't go anywhere. We're still all together. You're still here in in a spiritual type of form, but not in a physical form. That's yeah, in the wind or the the trees. Too. I like that idea. And Bob, it's true. And I'll give you kind of some final thoughts because I realize we're coming to our time again. Yeah. So there are other situations where. Um, and I'll say they're religious kind of things. You know, certain religions believe there's a hereafter and you're going to be reunited with your family and your friends. So my guys, that's an absolute target for, you know, that that idea that love will transcend death and and the hope that the future possibility, more than hope, the, the belief is that, that I'll be with those people again as I was before. For people that don't have that, I think it's the carry on of the, the memory, the moment. You know, do all dogs go to heaven? Will Stella be in heaven? I don't know. You know, but the idea that you're going to talk about her and, and I know her, you know, Bob knows her. So it's like we don't have quite the relationship like you did, but I'm sure in the years to come, we'll continue to talk about it. We'll laugh about it. You know, we'll, and that's the moment. That's the moment where I say, aha, that's the magic. There's the connection that it's going to happen now. It's going to happen in the future. And you know it. You know, you're going to be the guy to carry it forward to make a difference. I've. I don't have any final thoughts on this one. You know, Joe, always, we should always make him go last. (laughs) I concur. I concur. Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) I will say, well, I will say this. Anybody listening to this episode who for even one moment says, wait, this guy, Bob, bet that he could hug everybody in a bar in New York City, Brooklyn. Come on. Just get that thought out of your head because absolutely Bob is the guy that does that. <laughs> so, you know, that's <laughs> totally true. And that's him. That's and I, I said, don't bet against him. Just yeah, do not don't bet ever against bet. him. Yeah, my friend wasn't happy when they gave me the 20 bucks, but uh, yeah, it did happen. <laughs>